podcast. Cheers, buddy. Virtual. Um, cheers. The yeah, virtual edition. All around. What I did on my quarantine vacation. <laughs> oh, you got like two drinks going, Morgan. Yeah, You're well, cool. I figured, you know what? I didn't want to have to get up because like, this is kind of like oh, a, no, you're not, <laughs> not allowed to make any mistakes here. <laughs> Just let me pour myself a nice cozy mug of beer. Pour yourself oh. another drink, lady. Fuck yeah. Uh, so we have had a lot of requests from our listeners to release something during this pandemic. And um, we figured a little Zoom party will yeah. be sufficient and adequate enough to keep everybody entertained for now. And we've finally mastered the technology. <laughs> we have mastered technology. It hasn't just been all beers and bad movies this whole time. We've been working towards something. That's Morgan's funny. joining us I, from hell today. Right? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Morgan. I'm in hell. Help me. <laughs> Come to daddy. <laughs> I was trying to I think of like haven't... a good background, but like I this yeah. was I, this was the best one. Oh, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. Well, so uh, despite um, from you know like what's happening in the world right now, like we can't really uh, be physically together, uh, so we're not releasing regular episodes like full episodes on one particular movie our regular routines so we decided to do a little mini-sode rando pando is yeah what it's called and uh we're just gonna like fucking chat and have some beers and discuss yeah. stuff we've been doing and stuff we've been reading and stuff we've been watching recently and uh stuff yeah. we've been drinking so which that's happening again <laughs> what what'd you say i said stuff we've been drinking because that's been a lot or smoking. Yeah, well, that too. Well, fuck, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, guys, yesterday I just got to tell you about my like stoner experience. So I smoked a bunch of weed, I got really high, and I got fucking Uber Eats McDonald's, and I got a McFlurry and an apple pie, and I smashed the apple pie into the McFlurry. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What kind of McFlurry shit. did you get? What? What kind of yeah, McFlurry? What kind of McFlurry was oh, it? Oh, it was um uh, Oreo cookie. So wait a minute, you crushed an apple pie into an Oreo McFlurry? Oh, I fucking did. You're like, is like on a different plane. It was like next level. It was so fucking good. I, mm. I was like, this is everything. Because it was like, you know, apple pie and like um, ice cream kind of go together, right? Like people yeah. put ice cream beside their apple pie, but it like melted it a little bit. And it was like the crispiness and the apple and the... Uh, I feel you like did? that was like your Harold and Kumar moment. Oh, it totally was. Like it your totally white castle fucking journey. Yeah, like <laughs> we've reached new levels. New levels with this quarantine You should have like thing. a blog, like a stoner's <laughs> recipe blog. Yeah. Fuck, there are it. so many like stoner cook things on the internet right now. And Morgan, I think it'd be groundbreaking because half of them are fucking shit garbage. It's people trying to make weed healthy. I don't want healthy weed. I want to get high. Ooh, and then I yeah. want to eat, like, And eat, like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why they haven't, why don't they do apple pie McFlurries as it is anyways? Like, just take, like, the cold ones and, like, you know, they, like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that this is being recorded because if they do do that, then you should get a partial earning. Yeah. Mark my words. That's right. <laughs> I, want, I want some royalties. You came up with it first. A penny for every... Fucking apple pie McFlurry sold. I'll be rich. That's, That's a fucking right. ton of holy it shit. It would be. It would be. Rich, bitch. Yeah. Rich, 
<laughs> What's All right. the parsnip? So let's talk about the movies that we've been watching. Who mm. wants to go first? I don't uh, know. <laughs> I, I can go first if no yeah, one Yeah, go to. first. Please. So um, for everyone who doesn't know, I've also been like working a ton mm. actually. So I haven't had quite as much free time as these women have. But you know, um, these women, yes, the, yes, you know, these women. But like after work, I haven't been going out. So so after work, you know, Dave and I will watch a few things. What I really want to fucking talk to you guys about, because we don't have very long, is Brightburn. So I just bought it. I just fucking bought it for Dave before we had even watched it. First of all, it's uh, James Gunn. Okay. Who. I had no idea I had any sort of affiliation with it. So immediately when I saw that, I was like, I have a little bit more respect for the idea of this movie. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's like um, literally the Superman story. So uh, a family finds a, um, a spacecraft with an infant in it. Oh, take okay. That home, well, that's cool. Right? Raise it as their own. And then it's a flip story. So instead of being... Um, you know like the superman good guy yeah. the kid is like i'm fucking powerful and i'm angry and i'm gonna fuck shit up Ooh, and okay. i love that idea i fucking love the idea for the story it's never been done before and it's such a simple idea how has it never been done before yeah well because like you'd think that superman he wouldn't be like oh, i want to save everybody i want he like if it was me i'd be like fuck i want to kill everybody look at my amazing power the fucking gore in this movie. Let really? me just start by telling you guys, the kills in this movie, like Dave and I were not expecting them. And so the very first kill is like a shocker. Like really? it's really, really disturbing and disgusting the way this child chooses to kill people. And then that's another horror lover's dream. Like a child killer who's not like the omen or like one of these like mm -hmm. village of the damned children that we're all so used to seeing in horror. Mm -hmm. It was like this superhero kid. And anyways, when I posted it in my stories after, I got a lot of um, criticism about the movie from really? people being like, there was no backstory. Why didn't they tell us, you know, what planet he came from or this or that or the other thing. And I thought about it, you know, for a few days, because that's the kind of impact this movie had on me. So I thought about it for a few days. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I think that the lack of a backstory is <laughs> sorry keep going is what i enjoyed so much about it yeah because if if you're a lover of anything to do with children <laughs> um you're asking the wrong people but sure <laughs> uh, i've never heard of this but uh when you were talking about having like a lack of um a backstory uh, a lot of books are written like that to cause um, you know, like the imagination of the reader to thrive. But, but this yeah. is exactly what I'm trying to say. I mean, it, like the more I thought about it, the more I realized, I think the main reason I really loved it is because when you love children's stories and children's books and stuff like that, it's all imagination. No one said, you know, it's very, um, where did this come from? And then once you answer the first question, children don't care. Where'd Cinderella get her dress? The fairy godmother. Oh, okay. Duh, the fairy godmother. Yeah, it's magic. Right? Who cares? Go, well, where'd the fairy godmother come from? And where'd her, like, kids don't care. Yeah. No one cares. They so the story was, where'd he come from? Space. Period. Right? Period. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't care that there wasn't more what, you know, him going through this emotional, like, oh, I'm a superhero. And it was, he found out he was a superhero. He instantly knew he was going to kill people. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. 
That's awesome. I love to watch it. It's like yeah, I'll have to check it out for sure. You can borrow it. I bought it. Oh, okay. so Michael Rooker makes an appearance in it. Um, oh, Elizabeth hey. Is the lead, and we love Elizabeth Banks. Like, yeah. we love her. Yeah. Um, she's James Gunn is um, great. Like, James Gunn started out with trauma, and then there was all that commotion with Disney. And then oh, he yeah, when he stopped, when he wasn't allowed to direct Disney. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and then they hired him back because everybody fucking lost their shit. But, right? Yeah, no, I enjoy James Gunn. Um, that's really interesting. I've never even heard of it. So thank you for wrecking that. Wrecking yeah. That well, you know who's in it. I don't know. Morgan, I don't think you've ever seen The Office, have you? I mean, she has to. I am aware of it. Dude, you have to watch at least like the first <laughs> Guys, I just can't do comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? You love comedy. I, love so I know, but it's Madison. I know. So that's um, a lie. You love comedy. <laughs> I have to be in a certain mood for it. Yeah. Roy is the dad in the movie. So Roy oh. is Pam's first fiance who turns out to be crazy in the office, whatever. But yeah. he's the dad in it. And to see him play such like a burly, sexy, manly role where he wasn't hmm. a piece of shit. I mean, he, he, he fucking dies. That's but cool. Like Spoiler everyone, alert. One of those movies where everyone dies. And like, oh, I, I like those though. That. Yeah. Uh, I love like morose stories like i i haven't really been to be honest i've been kind of neglecting my tapes lately like i actually haven't really been watching a lot of movies i've been reading a lot more and just reading a lot of like really sad stories like megan like you lent me a stephen king anthology book and like i've been reading a lot of like richard matheson like the guy who wrote i am legend and most of his stories like anything that has like a sad or morose ending i admire more um which kind of makes sense if you're a horror fan because a lot of horror movies like have like you know a sad ending yeah who likes um, like loose ends that are all tied up in a pretty fucking bow at the end and it's like man everybody lived happily ever after that's for fucking disney it's like i i agree with that because i appreciate the you know something that's kind of like wow it leaves you hanging and then you're like left kind of empty and it yeah. makes you think it can, makes you to continue to think after the movie's done like about what lessons may have been learned or what could have happened or whatever you know when they tie it up in a nice pretty bow at the end it's kind of just like well huh, well that was but a movie it's, it's like a if, you, if you feel like redeemed at the end of the movie like sure okay but if you are perplexed and uh confused at the end of it and it makes you think about it for hours on end after yeah. you finished watching like it, I, said, like I, I was thinking like about it story writing did its yeah. job much better mm -hmm. i haven't honestly like i yeah like i uh lately i've just been kind of watching a lot of like older movies like classics um i've been wanting to re-watch um the bond movies right I've kind of, like, I love the Daniel Craig ones. Like, the newer Casino Royale is such a fucking good movie. And it's stated as, like, one of the top fives of, the like, the James Bond, like, world. But I started watching, like, a lot of older stuff, like, that I've neglected in my life that was weird <clears throat> classics. Like, for example, like, I cannot believe that I've never seen American Gigolo. Like, Richard Gere blew my mind in that movie. Like, that movie was so fucking good. The way... <laughs> you're, you know because his dick is in it. That's why you're laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like... Uh, like, like stop, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Um, stop, stop. Megan's like, back it up. Rewind. <laughs> like, like, ball sack? 
like shaft like tip. Uh, shaft like not ball sack because it's kind of i thought you've seen american gigolo yeah Megan. but i don't yeah is it I in shadows like we need to yeah. know the details he's yeah, standing in a bedroom where there are blinds in the bedroom and I, I don't know what it is about like shadows that come from blinds that I love so much but that's the image it's him like standing in front of the blinds with like the shadows of like the lines like on yeah. his body so okay. you just see kind of like a wang right um, but if you pause it you can see it Right. You don't even have to do that, actually, because, like, he just stands there I'm naked impressed. for, like, at least, like, a full, like, six seconds. Okay. It's pretty awesome. But, yeah, like, I've been kind of neglecting my tapes and just watching a lot of, like, older stuff and, like, kung fu. Like, I recently watched Cruising with Al Pacino and directed by William Friedkin, the guy who directed The Exorcist. It yeah. Was He's awesome. a leather daddy in that, isn't he? He is! Like, Al Pacino <laughs> is a fucking leather daddy in the movie. Who is? Al Pacino. Al Pacino's a leather daddy. He's like an undercover cop. I love it. Who goes uh, to investigate a series of murders that are um, pinpointed against like uh, gay males. So he dresses as like a leather daddy and goes undercover. It's pretty fucking That's awesome. Hot. And like, like what else did I watch? Like I just recently got really into TJ Hooker. <laughs> like, like I really have, into I it. bought like seriously guys like I bought the season one and two on DVD and when I finished it I was actually sad that I didn't have any more like it's done done show is yeah how many, how many seasons were there uh five I want to say there's five but Heather Locklear she doesn't really show up that often in the first season but there's a lot of episodes that are actually directed by William Shatner That's and true. those are like the more like intense ones but I was I didn't know what to expect when I started it and then once I started it I was like I just blasted through it and couldn't believe how much I fucking loved that show and I was sad that there wasn't any more to watch you know what I just want to like I want everyone to fucking see this image so Dave and I were watching, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I can, it's it's going to come to me. Okay. Anyways, Ray Liotta shows up and okay. like now yeah. kind of thing, like 2020 Ray Liotta, that man looks literally identical to William Shatner now. I'm not fucking kidding really? you. Dave and I stood and we were like watching it TV and Dave's like, that's William Shatner. I'm like, no, that's Ray Liotta. And then Dave's like, that's Ray Liotta. And I'm like, no, that's William Shatner. And like Weird. we went back and forth. Look, like Google him whenever you get a chance because Ray Liotta's aged in like this really bizarre way and it almost looks like he had work done. Oh, like, probably. This is like much pushed back into his face. Like, yeah, it's like fat. Like, like it gets wider, right? Yeah. Down here, yeah. but it kind of pushes back. And I was like, I don't know if I want to meet him anymore. <laughs> Did you see him in Hollywood or something, Morgan? Me, I saw him. Uh, in, it was in New York, and it was on on Broadway. We were, like, driving by where all the, like, And you were like, hey, it's Ray Liotta. Like, it's Ray Liotta. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking, Morgan? And this was, like, the early 2000s, so he still looked okay, I guess. He didn't look, like, a troll. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about a movie you've been watching, Morgan. Me? A movie I've been watching? All right. Well, I, I watch... Okay, I want to talk about Metamorphosis, because... That's a movie that the cover is uh, incredibly nostalgic hey, for me, but it's um, it's one of those movies that like I don't 
I felt like I thought I had seen, but once I started to watch it, I was like, I don't think I've seen this before. And I was like, okay, this movie is hilarious. It's kind of low budget. It's from 1990. It stars uh, Jean LeBrock, who's literally done nothing else. Um, but he kind of gave me like a little bit of like young Tom Cruise vibes. So Megan, you might be interested in that. Like he was pretty attractive and like, you know how like young Tom Cruise had that like the crazy, he's got the crazy oh, eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he's like always like, he's got mm-hmm. that fucking wacky stare. So he kind of yeah. gave me that, but it's um, kind of sci-fi-ish. It kind of gave me like a little bit of uh, like the fly type idea where he's of course like a handsome uh, womanizing uh, geneticist who is working on the secret of life. <laughs> you don't hear that often. Yeah, no, right? Of course. <laughs> yes. He's a, can you repeat that? <laughs> I said he's what? a handsome, a handsome womanizing geneticist. <laughs> Only in Hollywood. Of course, because if you're a geneticist, then you can get away with womanizing right? women. <laughs> right? No, and he totally, he totally is. Um, so yeah, he's working on an experiment where he's trying to um I guess like prolong life and like give everlasting life and they show a lot of like scenes of him like doing shit on like rabbits and monkeys and whatever and of course movies like this it's always like oh well he loses funding the board that's like giving him his funding are like well we're you're not producing the results that we want to see uh so we're gonna cut your funding and he you know he's like fuck that I'm gonna go and inject myself with this fucking awesome stuff (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The cover, it's like a 3D cover with like a needle. Yeah, going. he's got like his head in like a brace or whatever. And yeah. like there's a scene in the movie where like there's like a, you know, like a like fucking fire in the sky, the needle that yeah. comes towards the eye and it's like, and it fucking, yeah, it's awful. Um, so the reason why I really wanted to talk about this movie was because like uh, up until like the, that point, it's like, okay, so, like, where is this going? Like, you know it's going to be, like, a monster movie. And, of course, you know, he injects himself, and he's like, I feel great. I feel amazing. I can do all these things. And then it's like, oh, I'm starting to not look so good, and I'm starting to not feel so good. And he, like, he, like, goes out and, like, you know, beats up a prostitute. Yeah, kind of, it is exactly like the fly, pretty much. Hmm. Um, But, uh, so, yeah, like, of course, there's, like, a lot of, like, I love it because there's a lot of science kind of gobbledygook in it. Like, you know how they always like make up terms and stuff like, you know, in, um, in rotor where it's like, Oh, is there a very good vibration to its molecular tonality? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? While that robot's like doing its fucking Tai Chi and shit. So I love that kind of stuff. Anyways. So eventually he starts to change. He starts to morph. And the one guy that's on the board of directors, that's also, I guess, a scientist, like, they go to see him in the hospital and he's like, God, he's like, he's got like a kind of, he's got like a monster face and all this stuff. And he explains like, Oh, well, we figured it out. Like he's not, you know, uh, he's not, you know, improving his cells or anything like that. Like his DNA is not regenerating. He's actually <clears throat> devolving into a previous evolutionary form of humans that oh, cool. has millions of years old. So we don't know what he's going to be like. So that idea is kind of interesting, but I want, okay, you guys need to watch the movie just for the fucking ending because while I was watching it, I went on IMDb. I was like reading some of the stuff and I was like, this can't be right. This is, this is absurd. This can't be true. So I'm going to spoil it for you at the end. So he starts to devolve, you know, like this woman that he was seeing and her son, like race to go to the warehouse and uh, lab where he like is trying to like find the cure and all this shit. 
and it it turns out at the the big scene at the end uh like he's finally he's taken on his final form and like the cops are there the door like falls down and he's standing there and he's a fucking tyrannosaurus rex i'm not <laughs> kidding <laughs> what guys i'm not joking yeah. <laughs> what what? okay i need to borrow this no you. like i was like what is going on that could have like, been so cool i know it no and that's exactly what i thought but like when I was reading the IMDb, I was like, this can't be true because like people are like, oh, there's, you know, in their, in their reviews, there's spoilers, of course. So I was like, I was like, this can't be right. Like maybe they're talking about a different movie. Like as I'm watching no, it. No, it's real. Yeah. And the monster <laughs> effects are really cool up to us, up until the end. And it's like, like I said, like the door falls down and there's like fog and light coming out. And like all of a sudden he steps out and he's like, ah. Is oh he a god? Okay, I need to watch He's this. a fucking T-Rex. I'm not kidding. So apparently is we he... evolved from T-Rexes. But is he huge, like his same size? Uh, yeah, because he fit through the door. <laughs> yeah. So he's a five foot seven T-Rex? Yeah. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> okay, so, but the height, like, yeah, so he yeah. is a T-Rex, but he's as tall as a man. He's not as tall <laughs> as a T-Rex. Is that what yes. you tell us? Yeah, that's correct. Oh my fucking uh, god! Like my face down to the logistics of this T Rex yeah. man. <laughs> and no, literally, I was like, I was blown away at, because up to that point, like it's it's a pretty good story, and like you know, for like low budget, and like the monster makeup was good. Like while he was kind of changing, he had like these like sharp kind of snaggly teeth, and you weren't really sure where the evolution was going but then all of a sudden it's like he's in a rubber dinosaur outfit and it's like that sounds amazing <laughs> it's it would be great. better if they had him transformed into t-rex and he had like a briefcase and like a trench coat right? hey guys <laughs> oh my fucking lord yeah no it was it was very entertaining at the end i actually was like laughing to myself by myself it was oh, fucking great cute. so yeah that's one movie i watched that's well, there's one movie that I watched uh, recently because my friend Rob was uh, amazing enough to do a drop-off, and I bought this tape off of a friend, Chris, <gasps> and uh, Night of the Scarecrow. Ooh. Okay, so this movie, Night of the Scarecrow, I'd never seen it before, and I watched it, and I was like, oh, sweet, it's got Bruce Glover. Okay. Um, I love Bruce Glover. Crazy Bruce. mid-90s. And um, I love Scarecrows, like Morgan got it for me for my birthday last year. And Scarecrows is pretty dark. That's a dark movie. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I've never actually gotten into the realm of the, like, the Scarecrows movies. Um, and this one, I was like, okay, this is like a pretty good movie. Like, you know, has like this town that has this like legend about this evil person that like possessed a scarecrow and it's cursed whatever and then the scarecrow like comes back to life and um he has like a mask like kind of like you don't really see his face mm -hmm. um but he has this ability where his like straw can like form <laughs> an appendage um that comes out of like his uh hand I think <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> what? But wait, I'm not finished. So then, this like appendage like has like the ability to like inseminate people. What? <laughs> what? Oh. Okay. So then, yeah, and like I okay. watched the movie and I put it um 
on my Instagram and so many people commented, holy shit, the van scene, the van scene this, the van scene that. And the van scene is like legit fucking bonkers. Like, so there's a scene where there's this couple fucking in this van and then the guy like goes away to take a piss and then the scarecrow goes into the van where the girl is still in the van and uh, there's like a strobe light going and everything and it's like you know super creepy and his like appendage thing like grows and it, <laughs> it, like, it looks like a it's very phallic and he like fucks that. her in <laughs> the van and he even makes these like moaning sounds like no nope. like no nope. uh, i don't like uh, that. and like and then she gets like pregnant you know in a matter oh, of like she has a scarecrow baby and then she fucking like yeah like her belly like gets huge and then it's like alien like chest first scene i was like oh. what the fuck that's is happening that's like it's crazy like that sounds that, like fun this movie night of the scarecrow is like seriously i it it surprised me like i buy a lot of you know tapes and i'll watch mm. them i'll be like yeah there's one good scene there's two good scenes yeah it's okay there's like one movie that blew my mind recently was unmasked uh part 25 oh yeah i still have to watch that that movie like blew my brain into pieces <laughs> like holy shit but yeah night of the scarecrow i was pleasantly surprised by that movie awesome. i just did not believe that hmm. he was like what the what year is it uh, 95, I think. Okay, so it's, it's what? 90s, I get it. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you know I understand. What? That reminds me very much of, like, a la Jack Frost. Yeah. Yeah, it totally that had that kind of vibe, movie. for sure. You know what, right. you know what, it kind of reminded me of Pumpkinhead 2. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You're like, hmm, yes, hmm, I recommend it. I, I definitely recommend it. What awesome. else did you Megan? Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, now that you mentioned it, uh, we rewatched Pumpkinhead because we got that like cool as fuck poster. Here, I know. Yeah. Blankets, but you can see it there. So yeah, you know, amazing. Dave was like, "I kind of feel like a bit of a poser because I have this poster on my wall and I've never seen the movie." And mm. I was like, <laughs> "Down." And so he was like, "Is that Lance Hendrickson?" And I was like, "You don't even like that's not even the best part of the movie when." Lance is not the best part of a movie. You know the movie itself is so fucking good. Right, because he's incredible. He's incredible. And so we watched Pumpkinhead, and uh, it's another one of those movies, you know, that you know you fucking love. And then when, but you know you love it, and you love it so much you don't have to watch it all the time. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you do watch it, you're like, oh my god. It, like, reinforces the, like, your love for it. Yeah. The special effects in that movie are just, like, I know. There's something to be said about a creature feature where the creature is, has that glistening, slimy... Yeah. The the creature's the star of the show. Yeah. Yeah, when the light hits the creature and and instead of it getting lost in the lighting, Mm -hmm. it glistens, like, it was just... And it's huge, right? That creature mm-hmm. is huge. And they could have easily lost it in the shadows, been like, okay, let's not spend a ton of money on Pumpkinhead. We'll right. just kind of shadow, like make a mold and shadow it. Yeah. And so every kill will just like switch cameras, you know what I mean? Camera mm-hmm. angles so they don't, but they didn't. The whole movie is so in your face. Pumpkinhead's in your face the whole movie. And yeah. the wit. It could have been like a dark, a dark, like it wasn't a dark creature. Right. Like they made, they went the opposite because they were like, we're so confident in, in these effects that it's exactly. like, 
yeah, it's like Show kind of almost it's like, like a, a tree frog, almost like kind of like translucent glistening, kind of yeah. exactly. Yeah, I and prefer, so not- honestly, like I prefer slime over blood. Uh, it's funny because like I was going to talk about this in our next episode because we posted that we were going to do Nightmare Part Four, mm-hmm. and Screaming Mad George like brings the slime to movies as opposed to blood, and that always had a greater impact on me when I was a kid. Uh, personally, like, which mm. is why, like, society is, like, so fucked up, and, like, even, like, it's pretty slimy. Yeah, like, the slime, to me, is more, I get, like, a more, like, emotional reaction from seeing slime. Mm-hmm. As I'm so emotional to... from slime. What? <laughs> it's true. Like, the, the curse, too, like, the sequel it. to the curse with, uh, Will Wheaton, like, Will Wheaton. my blog, and, like, yeah, fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Will Wheaton, uh, Screaming Mad George did the effects for that movie too, and it's yeah. all fun. There's no blood in that movie, and that movie is disturbing as fuck. Like it's mm. all disgusting fucking mutant snakes. You it's- know what though? <sighs> I think on a really real level, like a practical effects level, <laughs> blood is fuck. Excuse me, <laughs> blood is so is so easy to fuck up. If yeah. you don't do blood right on film, it looks yeah. like shit. That's true. It can look orange, slime it can look runny, it can look like ketchup. Yeah. Slime is slime is slime no matter mm. what the fuck. And I yeah. love that. Yeah. Especially that kind of slime where you like stick your hands together and it like... And it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, I love that. Yeah, me too. Like grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. Like a I'm sure like uh, Tom Savini, like he was on the last uh, Joe Bob. Um, to talk about like maniac and he has mm. like this like special effects school in Los Angeles and one of the like 101s for like movie making blood is to add green to oh, the blood so that it yeah. has like a dark look to it right oh uh, I hate my blood when yeah like when blood is like fucking literally red paint like yeah. yeah well like that's one thing that's very like, like um italian movies i find like argento yeah. is like a lot of really really like red like bright red blood and like a lot of times <laughs> they would do that just to like get around like um certain uh like fictions like rated um yeah yeah like because uh, if, it, if it looks too real then they're gonna say well you know you're not allowed to do too that. scary yeah. yeah like the mpaa are gonna yeah like, yeah exactly the movie and all this exactly. Shit. Uh, exactly nice sorry yes do not uh, apologize <laughs> sorry um well speaking of joe bob um i know megan you don't have shutter right i do i got it okay. now okay oh well God. i i haven't seen, watched like, it uh, it's it's really good, and um, I show, I mean, I sometimes will watch, uh, depending on like the movie that they're talking about. Like mm-hmm. they did Topping Mall a couple weeks ago, and it was like fun to see Kelly Maroney on there and everything. But last night, um, they showed Brain Damage, and oh, I want to talk about Brain Damage for just a few minutes. And um, a lot of our listeners have no idea that uh, we actually recorded an episode on brain damage and it was our very first episode that was a trial run so we never released it 
And um, now it's funny because like that was actually the first time that I think I watched that movie, but we were so tired. Like we had like a food coma and it was like our first episode ever. And we just wanted to like test it out, mm. you know, test the waters and like see how it goes. And then, but then we eventually like learned our, you know, craft and- um, It took us a long time to get to that point though. Let's yeah, be honest, like, like those first few episodes are painful. I know, I, but even I, still, I, like, I saw, I, like, our very first episode, like, technically, like, Mystics in Bali, like, I still get a lot of people, like, coming to me and telling me that, like, it's still funny, like, it's still a good episode, mm. and I think I listened to, like, episode two kind of recently, and it's hilarious, like, we start talking about dicks in the first five minutes. You um, know what's, Mystics in Bali, though, I just want to say real quick, is not an easy movie, now that I have seen it again, the fact that we chose that for like our yeah. technically our like first or second is like really kind of like courageous for us because that yeah. movie is not easy to talk about. It's no, not and it's not even that. easy to find. Like right? we had a like, hard time. We had to go on like a like a archive org website, like an archive organization, to like find like this movie. GeoCities website to get into. <laughs> like, why didn't we start? Why didn't we start with like a nightmare movie? Why didn't right? We start like something with- super easy. <laughs> Because we no. are risk takers. That's right. We don't give a um, But yeah, so brain damage. Like, I remember when we recorded that. And that was like four years ago. It was a long know, time ago. guys. And, this is um, like our, like... I know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like um, I still never really watched brain damage and like fully and I watched it last night on Joe Bob's show and like, holy shit, guys. Like, seriously, brain damage is an awesome movie. Yeah, no, it's super fun. I remember the, like, creepy, like, f- the, like, alley scene with, like, the dick and everything. That's what that I was, was There's so much up. more, though. Like, you know, everybody yeah. knows brain damage, like, for that scene, and that's yeah. why it was, like, you know, such a controversial, contra- um, oh my god, I can't talk. Controversial. Controversial. Yes, time <laughs> And it got cut and all that stuff, but, like, there's a bunch of other scenes that are really fucking good, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I actually think that this movie would be good for, like, a live show. Oh. I highly recommend that we re-record Rewatch it. A re-record. episode. 1,000%. Hey, do you know what's pretty funny? I was, I was um, getting my car fixed, and my mechanic's like, you like horror movies, right? And I'm like, yeah. Hmm. And he's like, have you ever seen a movie called The Uninvited about a cat? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's like our second episode. Yeah. He's such a normie. I was like, what? That was, a, that was like our, what, fourth episode or something? Yeah, like super I, I early. That was like our like third episode. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, The Uninvited. That was another tough <laughs> I missed that movie, actually. The only thing yeah. I really remember from The Uninvited is like the part in the truck. When the truck was driving and the cat comes out like while he's driving the truck and he crashes it. That's like the only thing. Oh, I, I don't even remember that part. I don't remember that. I it's just all remember. agony. It's all agony. Yeah. All traumatic memories that I've blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's really uh, interesting to reminisce about some of our earlier episodes. Yeah. And and it's really nice to hear that a lot of our fans have, you know, made comments about how they love every single one of our episodes because I am mortified about yeah. some of the shit that I had said, like, are you fucking kidding me? In some of the early episodes, it's like, that is the stupidest thing. Oh, who <laughs> cares? <laughs> if I ever reproduced, my <laughs> grandchildren's children would be able to hear me talk about fucking, like, 
rim like jobs Billy, and like Billy Zane's penis. And- yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, like, those were from, like, the good episodes. Yeah. Okay, now that I've had a few drinks and we're talking about this, when you were talking about Richard Gere's penis, I kind of pictured his penis hole doing, like, this, like, a fish out of water, like, 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 gasping for air. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of Killer Condom. Have you ever seen Killer Condom, the trauma movie? Oh, was, like, I remember awesome that movie, movie, yeah. That fucking, like, chomps off penises. Oh, I never That's saw too funny. that. It's Could so you imagine funny. an American Gigolo, that fucking th- scene where, like, it's supposed to be all arty and shit, and Richard Gere's just sitting there, and his dick just starts going, oh, 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 oh. Gasping for air? Like, that, like, that would be like a Frank Hennenlotter movie. <laughs> fucking amazing. Like a goldfish popping around on the table. Right? Like, what the oh, fuck? Uh, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Oh man, Any guys, other- I miss you. I know. I you. Any other movies you guys want to talk about? Like, other than that, like, honestly, I just spend most of the time reading. And the only shows that I'm really kind of like up to date with is what we do in the shadows, which is like, oh, hilarious. So fucking funny. That show is the best show on TV right now. The last oh. episode was like all Colin Robinson based. And I laughed so hard. The uh, the emotional vampire guy. Yeah, the psychic yeah, vampire. I like I like that guy. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. I and haven't I seen the second season yet. Oh my god, it's like that. This most recent episode, <laughs> that the one that just aired this week about Colin Robinson, is mm. the best season so far. And I actually didn't know that that guy, that actor, like the way that he got famous was by pranking TV stations. And he would like go on like TV networks to talk about fucking like his yo-yo act. But he would just be like so bad at it, and oh. it would be so awkward. And like, there's one like anchor lady that tries to fucking get him to like stop doing the yo-yos and just cut the segment but he just keeps talking and talking and talking like he is the best actor to portray that. a psychic vampire like holy he's shit. also um he's also in the office for a few episodes that's his how, ep- yeah yeah i know i know him curious oh my um, god isn't so- uh isn't the guy from psycho cop in the office too Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like, love that movie. <laughs> I was just reminded of it the other day. Both Psycho Pop movies are gold. Yeah, that first one though is fucking just like. I know. It. He makes the movie like his overacting yeah. and his like one-liners, and he's just like. <laughs> you know what? I love Psycho Cop is like it's so good. The horror, like, SOV version of an Arnold movie. Because, like, that motherfucker has more one-liners than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. It's insane. It's funny. It's like, you have the right to remain silent. (laughs) 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 After he's, like, punched through the guy's mouth or something. Yeah. I just was, like, imagining the writers doing that. I don't know if anybody's um, watched um, on Netflix. I never get this right. Getting coffee in cars with comedians? Driving around in cars, getting the, coffee. The yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I know and what you're so about. Just recently, um, on his newest season, he had Seth Rogen on one, mm-hmm. who I think is hilarious. And he's like, so Seth Rogen wrote super bad when he was 13. A 13-year-old child wrote one of the biggest comedies That's ever, fun. right? Like, and to think what I was doing when I was 13. Anyways, I digress. So he went through his writing process for writing a comedy at that age. And whenever I think of horror movies like that with like the one-liners and like yeah. the silly 
I just imagine how much fun the writers must have had sitting around being like one liner. How about this? One liner. Yeah. What do we do next? One liner. Basically, like, what are all of the cliches that police officers say? Like, how can we like mix these in to the movie itself? Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they sat around the table being like, this is going to be hilarious. Or if they sat around the table being like, this is going to be good, guys. Like, this is going to be good. You're expecting, like, fucking awards and shit. (laughs) Yeah. See you at the Oscars. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, Psycho Cop at the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It is fucking funny, though. Like, to me, it's more of a... That guy should get an award. It's comedy. It is. It's pure comedy. And you can tell that the actor is a comedian. Like, you can tell that's his fucking thing because he's just so over the top. It's amazing. Morgan, you need to watch The Office. Oh, my God. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Wait. You know the guy who plays Troy McClure's voice on The Simpsons? Yeah, wasn't that Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Hartman. So Phil Hartman. Bless um, his heart. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Thank you very much. I was just about to do the same thing. It's crazy. She, yeah. Tina, here's a little tidbit that uh, I found out. He created Pee Wee Herman's character. He was a writer. So that's how he made it big. He was a writer. I I implore you to research this after. And he created for um, the actor, I don't know Pee Wee Herman's name. Oh, Paul Rubens? Oh, Paul Rubens. Yeah. Thank you. He, he created, it, that's his dream child. That's crazy. I had really? no idea. And we so found he was involved out. in that. Because I thought Paul Rubens, like, created Pee Wee. Yeah. Right? And so, and that's what we had thought. But he had, it was his, <clears throat> like, he wrote it for him. Interesting. Like, awesome. And then they ended up working together on it to, obviously, to, to elaborate on the character, right? But mm-hmm. yeah. I, thought that was so like just talking of comedians and stuff like that and I think that Phil Hartman is just such an important I didn't know oh my god he brought like such important characters to the Simpsons and I it's just his story is like crazy because Mm. like I kind of want to know like who he really was in real every everything he did on Saturday Night Live was gold too like every character that he was that he was on Saturday Night Live the way that he talked it was always so fucking funny but like who was he in real life though because like what Mm. what did he do that like merited more than one wife to try to kill him pardon me what more than one yeah like two of his wives tried to fucking kill him dude there's something shady going on there. Yeah. Well, that's actually a good, that is a very, very good question. Because maybe he was a fucking, maybe he was an asshole. Yeah, who knows. Um, My but, immediately went to, what's going on with this guy's dick to make two women? Right? Work? <laughs> <laughs> it's going, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> It's like killer condom, like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Clary. It's like one of those, like, you know, like, the fish that, like, sing, like, take me to the river. Yeah. Billy Bass, yeah. Big Mouth, or whatever. Yeah, it's, like, usually, like, a fucking Steve Winwood song or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Drop me in the water. And they flip off their, uh, their Yeah, and they're, like, there. Yeah. And sometimes they wear a Christmas hat. Yeah, well, yeah, if people put Christmas hats on them. I can't believe those were a thing. Like, that's, like, such a, like, truck stop shitty fucking... There was, like, a Jaws version of that, I remember. Really? That'd be cool. What did he say? Yeah, I think I used to have it, but I gave it to someone. 
But yeah, like, like it played that song that... and the shark like moved the way that that really moves. Yeah. See, that would be entertaining for maybe 30 seconds and then you put it in the back of your closet That's and you forget I about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done my beer. Anymore. Get out of my house. This is crazy. <laughs> My beer's in my fucking Charlie Brown fucking Oh, Charlie Brown. I hate it. I hate drinking beer out of anything but a beer receptacle. receptacle. Oh, you guys are, like, so good, like, putting it in your cups uh. and, like, caring about, like, stuff. I'm like, well, I'm just drinking a beer here in my can. Don't look oh, yeah, at the... I guess well, if our video gets flagged, we'll just keep uploading it. Who gives a shit? Anybody that... Law, what are you going to do? If you flag this shit, you're a fucking loser. There we that's, go. That's, that's a deterrent that's right there. That we posted with dicks on Megan's floor. Yeah. Oh my God. Guys, that really reminded me of something. So uh, I watched, don't ask me why, but I watched that, um, the, the, the final um, Rob Zombie movie okay. with those three people three in them. Three from hell? <laughs> the three from hell. Yeah. Um, I'm going to piss a lot of Three from heck. But I'm saying it. It okay. is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. The writing is really? terrible. The script is terrible. The storyline is terrible. The acting is terrible. Ooh. However, that makes me laugh because that one guy, um, 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 uh, uh, Otis, um, Bill Mosley. Yeah. Bill Mosley. Thank yeah. you. He keeps going in every line. He's like, why don't you do that? Motherfucker. Listen here. Motherfucker. Fuckers. Mm. And he always says it like that in the whole movie. I'm dying laughing. And he's like seriously trying to kill people. He's like, I'm the devil, motherfucker. And he's like basically talking like the Tiger King is what you're saying. Oh, man. <laughs> like every word. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. It I was so bad. It I'm shocked so that you even tried to like, that you gave it a shot. Like, good for you. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm not even going to watch it, but like I forever in my brain just admire Rob Zombie as a musician and that's it. He puts on a great show, but like I've never really been in his movies. None of them, eh? House of a Thousand really. Corpses when you were 15? No, come on. Okay, yes. no. When you were 15? Will... Come on. I saw I it. Like I remember seeing it, but I also remember like being like, this is like derivative of many things. Okay. I remember it's feeling- like zombie music video. Yeah. Okay. Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny- It was definitely like mature mm -hmm. uh, compared to House of Death and Corpses, but everything since then has just been like, uh, is he just like trying different things now to like test the water? Ah! <laughs> Oh man, I love that. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she getting Heather, and we're like so high on energy. <laughs> I just want to hang out so bad. I know. I, know. I miss you guys. Guys, like honestly, quarantine has been fucking. It's been crazy. Like, what a strange world that we live in right now. That's like. Like Yasmina and I, we work at the same office. We like have, we essentially do the same job. And it's like so strange that like, it's been almost two months, two months since we've actually had to like do anything. Like, and I didn't shave work. my armpits the entire time and I shaved them for you guys. Today. Oh, thank right. you. Thank you. That's how much I care. <laughs> I just want to rub my head on your smooth armpits. Right? So, you know. All them smooth armpits. <laughs> be a dream come true. Uh, now, I'm kind of surprised that you guys aren't working 
in fact, because a lot of my friends who work on the phones are working mm. right now from yeah, home. Well, yeah, but um, closed, then yeah, because because it's like we work in the fitness industry, right? And oh, okay, that's gonna like already gyms are filthy. Like it's, you know yeah, what I mean. And are. so it's only gonna be a breeding ground for that, you know, for more issues with that type of thing. So it's like once it's eradicated, that's when we're probably gonna be going back. You know, like we we do marketing stuff, we do you know for you know a large fitness company and and they're probably going to be some of the last to open. So I agree. And I really, my heart goes out to our, um, our listeners south of the border, all of our mm-hmm. American listeners, my heart really goes out to you guys. And I hope you guys are keeping sane and yeah. safe and you know, just That's doing, why we're doing this. Like, cause we want to help out. Right. Like we have a lot of listeners that reached out to us that were basically like, can you do like a virtual episode? And like, granted, like I mentioned earlier that like recording a full episode while watching a movie just doesn't have the same feel to it. If we're not in the same room. Yeah. And so we did like a trial run of this like zoom thing the other day. So we were like, well, let's just do this for now and you know, see how it goes. And like, I think that people will, you know, appreciate it. So anybody who is like watching or listening, thank you very much and um we'll continue to keep doing this and like we'll have like more movies to discuss like granted megan is still working um thank you for your service that you're doing yes thank you megan megan is in healthcare. that's right yes she deserves, deserves a medal for all this shit yeah um but we're keeping busy um obviously like we're doing, I know Morgan's doing a lot of reading too. Like I'm I have been, I almost finished my, like my second Stephen King book ever. Which one? Cujo. Well, Cujo. Yes. Because Hi. Megan, I asked Megan, I was like, what? I have a bunch. I was like, what books uh, of Stephen King should I read? Cause I've like, I've plowed through a bunch of books. Are you loving Cujo though? I am. But you know what? I, I almost wanted to text you and be like, like, I think I got like 30 pages in and I wanted to be like, fuck you bitch. You didn't tell me that this book was going to be sad. I was going to be sad for the dog. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, like yeah. they start off and it's like the dog has a fucking personality and it's like yeah. there's like parts of it that are from his like perspective and it's like he's just a big stupid happy doggy. Aww. And then he starts crazy. Aww. And that's why we love horror because nothing is ever fucking just kosher. I know, Everything right? Mm. ends up dying. Yeah. <laughs> and we and love that's it. That's the way exactly. that it should be. In yeah. Horror, you know what though? I found that like uh, I think I'm probably going to end up reading a lot more Stephen King because his books are literally, they're, they are so fluid. Like I've read some really difficult books and, um, Have you read Tolkien? No. Well, I have Did read you? some Tolkien, but I haven't read, I haven't read, uh, I read The Hobbit. Uh, holy shit, man. Like back, I can't like, believe I fucking got through the Silmarillion, but no, uh, Stephen King is great. Uh, Stephen King and Clive Barker and um, Richard Lehman definitely are like my top three and mm-hmm. Megan lent me a Stephen King book as well and like I, it was um, anthology of sorts and the man in the black suit like ah! it, that story oh. was fucking awesome and like even Richard Matheson like I mentioned earlier like his the way that his writing is so morose is just so captivating and um has a you know like sense of like you feel for the characters like you're just like oh my god is mm. it like that you know what I mean um but yeah I guess I don't know I've just I've been watching a lot of like Futurama 
Yeah. Oh my god, TNG. Literally, I'm on like season fucking five, and like every episode, every season has like what twenty five episodes. Like I've literally watched hundreds of episodes. I know. TNG. You know what? I love that. If you can find a way to watch Picard, holy fuck, do I ever recommend Picard? You know what? Really, show is so good. I I have crave, and I've heard the crave runs out. I liked it. I love it. I heard it was bad. You know what though? I'm so sick of making judgments and deciding what I'm going to watch based on what people have told me. Yeah. Because like I said, so many people told me like, oh, Riding the Bullet is like the stupidest Stephen King movie. And I watched it and it's literally one of my favorites. And so I just have learned that like, you know, just because fucking Tom, Dick and Harry think it's shit. Yeah. Have you watched and- The Outsider yet? Megan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, with Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Is he is he in it? Okay, because I it. saw that it, it was on like HBO or whatever, and I was like, okay. No, I don't watch Stephen King stuff anymore. No? I just don't. I just don't because it's first of all, it's too saturated. The industry is so right. saturated with King yeah. material that I just I'm just more inclined to enjoy the books and there's too many opinions. Everyone is um Everyone is a, first of all, a critic, and everyone's a fucking Stephen King aficionado, which is great because he's talented. However, I find when you get into his movies and his shows that are just fucking coming out, you know, I just think that it's impossible now that you've read Cujo, you know, it's impossible to get all of his little details that he worked so hard on in Mm. the books. It's so hard to transfer into yeah but you know what's interesting okay um writing the bullet the story blew my mind that's that that, when I read that story I was like holy shit I've never seen the movie um but I that story was amazing however it's funny that you say that because I read 1408 and it was a great story but I feel like the written version was so much shorter and the movie was more intricate and added these like other details that yeah. made it better in a way like I kind like I love that like he came up with that story but 1408 the movie I think was like it's so good it's so fucking good but writing the bullet i think you've told me megan that the movie is hated but you love it and you recommended that i do watch it even our cat's in it it. but that story oh i love him he's so crazy (laughs) you remember when he wrestled yeah he's like he's a wrestler what you don't remember that yeah, no, he's a wrestler. It's fucking weird. I don't think he is anymore because I think he got hurt, but, like, that's random. Yeah. He weighs three pounds. What do you mean he's a wrestler? <laughs> he's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Oh, he I is. love him. That's right. Really <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a fucking beer. Uh, when I see you, I will, I will give you a beer. Guys. Well, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. It was Orson Welles' birthday the other day. It was. Mama. Orson Welles. My question yeah. to you is, mm-hmm. true to form, if I don't go pee right now, I'm literally going to piss on my carpet. Yeah, well, you if know I- what? I just don't go away. Yeah, we're good. Like, this, is, we've already been kind of chatting for almost an hour. I yeah. say, like, let's all, like, enjoy the rest of our days and take a pee and maybe have some dinner and watch and read whatever we want 
Play Dr. Mario. It's the end of the world. Let's fucking do it. Did you? Wait, Yasmina, did you just say unstuff an Oreo? (laughs) Is that how you're going to spend your night? I said play Dr. Mario. (laughs) Unstuff an Oreo? But you fucking loser! (laughs) Unstuff an Oreo. Help me, I am in hell! Um, well, I guess we'll wrap it up, and, um, we're going to be releasing an After Dark episode soon. We actually, um, recorded it back in November, but we had some technical difficulties (laughs) with our video. One year later! Yeah, right? (laughs) Like, happy year, not really. And, uh, but now it's fixed, and I'm I'm able to edit it, so, uh, that will be coming out, uh, shortly after this. Yeah! I guess. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Let's fucking do this more often. Like, who who cares? Let's fucking who does care? Fucking who do does it? even care? We're adults. We can do what we want. I love this. I love Fuck this, yeah. and I love you, girls, and I love our fans. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks I for listening, guys. So. I love you guys. I miss you. I want to yeah, get lots, lots of hats, on you guys too. Lots of things have happened in the world in the last couple months, and we just wanted to show our faces that we're still around, and we still, you know, care. We miss you guys. And, like, there's, you know, pandemic going on, but there's also lots of other crazy things going on, like yeah. Tommy Rizzo getting sued, Elon Musk naming his baby after fucking numbers. Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise and Elon going to space to film a movie. Nope. We can't. We can't. <laughs> you must have trying to wrap it up. We can't because it's too much. And look, I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm literally, I have to pee so bad. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we're going to stop filming. And uh, thanks for everybody right. who watched. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I-, I was waiting for somebody else to fucking keep talking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you're all beautiful and I love you. All right. Cheers, Thank bitches. You. Bye. Yes, bitches. Cheersy beers. Cheers. We'll be back soon. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.